This is the Heightened Living Podcast, where we break down the higher leverage skills that can give you a better life. With topics ranging from habits, health and movement, spirituality and psychedelics, life and travel, food, and my daily coffee addiction, I'm your host, Austin Foote, and I'm glad you decided to join me today. Now let's get this show on the road. The topic for today's episode are the fundamentals of heightened living. On heightened living, there's a foundation to the higher leverage skills that help people all over the world live a better life. And I wanted to break down these fundamentals so that you can understand and apply them to your life effortlessly. Let's get started with fundamental number one. The first fundamental of heightened living is higher leverage skills are worth more. And so the reason that I'm saying higher leverage skills are worth more is when we compare them to regular habits or we compare them to regular skills, typically people end up spending a lot of time learning a skill. And that skill itself isn't actually as valuable as they think it is. For the most part, most skills for a trade or some type of career or position that is specialized doesn't require anything but the skill for that job. Whereas A higher leverage skill can be learned from multiple different subjects, multiple different jobs, careers, but ultimately it can be translated to all these other careers, jobs, activities, and throughout life as well. That's a big point to make because a lot of people don't see these skills, these certain elements of life, which can actually have a layover to so many other areas. So higher leverage skills, I want to dive into what they are real quick. A higher leverage skill would be something like breathing or learning to learn. A lot of people don't think that. So I want I want that to sit in for one more minute, learning to learn. So what does it mean to learn to learn? Well, once you learn how to learn better, whether it's rote memorization of information or you're trying to learn how to learn better for speed reading or something along those lines, when you learn better you can learn anything better. So, one more time, when you learn better, you can learn anything better. That is a higher leverage skill. It's one of the top higher leverage skills, actually, because the more you learn to learn, the more you can learn anything better, more efficiently, faster. However it comes about in your life, you're able to learn these different skills that are necessary at a way quicker pace than if it was otherwise. So, that's one of the top higher leverage skills. Another one I like to bring up because I want you to start to get to think in a different type of mindset is breathing. So when it comes to the health movement, the productivity movement, all these different movements, they teach you skills like how to do bicep curl better or, you know, how to take a certain nootropic that's going to boost your brain potential for the rest of the day and keep you productive, where breathing is such a universal skill. I mean, from the moment that we exit the womb, we take our first breath. And so... A lot of people don't realize that breathing itself is this natural element of life that we can totally strengthen and make better. And once we do that, we can experience sex better. We can experience fitness better. We can be more productive throughout the day. And we can make sure that stress doesn't affect us in a negative way that it typically would have if we hadn't gotten that skill rehearsed and refined to the point that it's one of our foundational elements of life. So that's why breathing really becomes one of these higher leverage skills. Fundamental two is quality over quantity. So what that means quite literally is that most people look for breath breath when it comes to life, right? They want more, 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 more. That is not how you live a heightened life. And that's also not a good higher leverage skill. 
In reality, quality is a skill that most people don't think is a skill, but it's living with just enough because if you have just enough, you're not lacking and you're also not like, oh, I have too much stuff that's everywhere. It's not too much quantity. What you're focused on is enough with consistent upgrades in quality. So one more time, that is quality over quantity, always. Now, where they can apply in life is eating, right? If you go out to dinner, you always have the option to get more food, and you could probably get, let's say, something like a big pasta dish, or you could get a high-quality Kobe beef filet. Let's say they're the same price. What do you choose? For me, personally, and for people wanting to live a heightened life, if the filet is enough to fill you up, the Kobe beef is always going to be a higher quality. It's always going to leave you with better nutrients, feeling better, warmer hands and feet, a few indicators of a good metabolism, good circulation. Whereas the pasta may be more food, might even be so much food that you don't even finish it at the time that you're there. But you're not getting the nutrients. You're not getting the quality as much as you could. Now, I'm not saying that all pasta is in lesser quality than a Kobe beef filet because we're comparing apples to oranges here. But what I am saying is you, when you start to think about that differently, let's say instead of the pasta, we're thinking about a huge just Walmart steak versus a Kobe beef steak, both will fill you up. One, you'll have extra at the Walmart steak. But on the other hand, with the Kobe beef, you're getting all the good nutrients, the grass-fed. You're not getting any of the corn. It changes a lot. And so focusing on quality is something that you can start to do in everywhere in your life, whether it's how many cups of coffee you have versus the the quality of the coffee. Or it goes the same with clothing. Maybe you only have 10 outfits, but all of them are amazing clothes that are going to last 10 years versus having 100 outfits that are H&M shirts and different types of shirts, which may fall apart a lot sooner, having making you buy them again. See, that's... That is the reason for the fundamental number two, quality over quantity. So fundamental number three is a bit different. Fundamental number three is all about investing in yourself. A lot of people want better life. They want more skills. They want more money, women, cars, clothes, guys, whatever it is. But the number one thing that they don't do is invest in themselves. You always hear financial advisors and, and people in the finance and investing industry say to diversify your assets. Well, an asset that is mostly overlooked is yourself. See, if you're pouring incredible wealth, knowledge, um, experiences, memories into yourself, you're building a foundational aspect, almost like a bank, right? And once we're building this bank, this bank that is us, the more that we put in, the more we're investing, the more that we're storing within us. Now we can lend it out. Let's say we learn how to code, right? Learning how to code would be putting some type of value into this bank of ourselves. So you're investing in yourself. Now you see someone who needs a coder. You go to that person who needs a coder and you lend out your services, right? Now you're lending the value that is stored in your bank. And guess what? You get paid for that. So then you get paid for that and you get to reinvest it in, let's say, learning Italian, which then allows you to speak to an Italian company and be a coder there. It's a different frame of mind, but it's one that allows you to really get what you're supposed to out of life. Because the more that you invest in yourself, the more value that you inherently hold, the less scarcity that you'll see everywhere around you. That's the problem with a lot of mindsets today is that they see 
people with cars, they see people with houses, they see people who are traveling around the world and they think, why can't I be doing that? When in reality, they could be investing in themselves and letting those different um, objects and experiences really come to them. And that all comes from building that bank inside of you, the value that is there, and continually investing in yourself. And that's why fundamental number three is investing in yourself. The more that you do that, you do it through fitness, you do it through relationships, you do it through your business, work ethic, motivation, whatever it may be, the more higher leverage skills you'll be able to build and actually get that better life, that heightened life that you want very easily. Now, fundamental number four is a bit different from the past three. It's know your why. If you've ever read the book Atlas Shrugged, you probably have a bit of familiarity with the why. Atlas Shrugged, um, what it means for Atlas to shrug is that he doesn't know why the actions precede what he's doing. So that's the concept behind the book is that most people don't realize the why to what they're doing. Right, Because if you don't understand why you're doing something, then you definitely shouldn't be doing it. It doesn't make any sense. It's like when people say, well, that's just the way it is. It shouldn't just be the way it is. You should be thinking about what you're doing. You don't need to do things that just happen because they've been built up through memories and past experiences and ingrained in you. So knowing your why. Um, but we need to break this down into two different whys. We need to break it down into a macro why and a micro why because on the macro level, for me, for instance, my why is to make everybody better off for having interacted with me, whether that's virtual, whether that's personal, and that's you for me. I want to make you better in one way or another, regardless of what is going to happen. So that's my macro why. Now, how does that function in my day-to-day -day life? Well, when I go to do something, let's say it's working out versus going to a bar and drinking, I have to weigh the two options and see which one actually goes to my why more so, right? On the macro level, it's a good directional tool. It's like having a compass in your pocket that is always telling you north, south, east, and west because then you know in relation to where you were, where you need to go next. On the other hand, you need these micro whys as well. And these micro whys are going to show up in, in daily situations, weekly situations, whatever it may be. Essentially, it's like a shorter goal that you understand the reasoning for, right? It's like, why do you fold your clothes or why do you not want to do your laundry? If you don't want to do your laundry, think about that logically. Why don't you want to do it? Okay, it takes up time. Yes, but you get you get clean, fresh clothing. So it changes the element a lot. And it's something to think about when you're going to do something or not do something. Remember, there's a why for both sides of everything. It's the contrast and the dual nature of our, our world as it is. So that's fundamental number four, is to know your why. And in further podcasts, I'm going to go into really like how to find your why, who you are, your purpose, things along that nature. But for right now, we just need to go over the fundamentals and really indoctrinate and figure out what this heightened life is and how you can start to use these higher leverage skills to really build that life that you want at all points in time. So... That leads us to fundamental number five, which is use your resources. Um, when people go head to head on whatever it is, normally they don't look around them for the resources, right? There's so many different points in time that I see people who want to start a business, that I see people who 
want to get a good job, get a good career, and they don't even look around them to see what they really have available to them. Once you do that, you're going to realize that you have a lot more than you thought you did, regardless of where you are. Maybe your parents have friends that could they could set you up with where you could do an internship, you could shadow. Maybe you know investors, but you don't even realize it when you want to start your own business. And maybe through friend groups, you can meet some significant other, which you've been looking for over time. But the more that we neglect the resources around us, the less that they show and are prevalent. There's a tool in marketing where you get someone to say yes one time. When you get someone to say yes one time, your foot is in the door, the quote-unquote salesman putting his foot in the door because then the door is open and the person's more likely to talk to him. That's when more resources flood your way. There's actually been studies that when you ask for help from someone and they give it to you, they're more often likely to give you help in the future, which seems counterintuitive, right? You think the person that you asked for help from one time, you shouldn't go back to them, but they're actually the person that you should go back to for help. It's crazy, but it's it's a concept that we need to wrap our heads around in order to really dive into this deeply. That's fundamental number five is use your resources, whether you're on LinkedIn and you're looking for mutual links, if you're on Facebook and you're looking for mutual friends, if you're talking to your parents, your friends, if you're in college, you have all these networking groups and resources where the, where the actual university will probably back you in doing some sort of research or doing a startup when you brand it with their logo and everything. There's a lot more available to you than you would think. I mean, even when I first started blogging, I had no idea where to go, but one of my mentors gave me a little bit of advice to look and reach out to different newspaper organizations in my actual college. And then from there, I could write for their audience at the beginning and leverage it slightly to get my name in the door in a show that I've already written somewhere before. So there's a lot more resources around you than you, than you would think. And that's why fundamental number five is to use them. Make sure to use them. Look for them. Find them. Once you do, start using them. Fundamental number six is that anything can be learned. And I want that to sink in for a minute. Anything can be learned. That is the bare bones truth. We all are born and we go through a set of events and circumstances which create memories and learnings and neural pathways in our mind. But guess what? None of that actually matters because in reality, when you see the person like Richard Branson or you see the person like LeBron James, what you have to realize is besides from a bit of predisposed genetics for LeBron James, there are different things that we can learn throughout life that they did learn, which brought them to the point that they're at now. Now, I want to say with a caveat, some genetic things, of course, cannot be learned because we come out pre-programmed with, you know, how our eyesight or how our eye color works or our ear shapes and our appearance and blah, blah, blah. But most of it is an environmental thing where throughout our life from the time we were born to the environment that surrounds us, our five closest friends, our parents, our family in any way, they all shape our beliefs and our thought patterns. Everything that you read on the internet shapes how you think now. And guess what? When you combine all those elements and you start to strip away and see who you are and you see what your why is, you realize that literally anything can be learned. It doesn't matter if you want to start a business or be amazing at a sport or learn how to speed read or learn a new language or find a significant other or go out to a bar and talk to someone of the opposite sex or whatever it may be because you can learn it. And that's why today's society is becoming not 
the money transfer society, but a knowledge-based society where we're practicing gratitude and we're doing these things, reading books and allowing ourselves to enrich in our lives to invest in yourself and then from there use it as a foundational skill. That's why earlier I was talking about coding because coding is such a good skill, especially for paving the way for the future. Coding is going to become the language taught in schools. It is a language in itself. It's just a logic-based language that most people aren't used to. Now, what I would say is find something you're really interested in learning because anything can be learned. And I have an exercise with people that I meet all the time who say, oh, like you're a reader, that's amazing. I really wish I could start reading, but I just can't get into it. I say, find one problem that you have today Find a book that solves that problem, read it, and the moment that that book solves that problem, you will forever realize that you can turn to books to learn an infinite amount of resources, but beyond that, to learn anything. And so I want you to, for a moment, just figure out what you really want to learn in life and start doing it, because it is that easy. I do Italian every morning. I'm learning movement every single day. I'm learning how my brain works when I sit there for 10 minutes waiting at an appointment. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm trying to learn and learn everything. So that is fundamental number six. Anything can be learned. But we got to end with fundamental number seven. And Some people may think it's a funny one, but I, I actually take this point very seriously. <coughs> question everything. Everything that I just said, I want you to question. Do not take anything at face value because... We've been primed for an authoritarian-based society where the top person says something and everybody else believes what it is. But guess what? Like I was saying, anything can be learned. Those people just learn throughout their life to the point of where they are now the lessons that they're trying to decipher to us. On the other hand, the more that you question things, the more that you triangulate information, as Ray Dalio would say, the more that you're able to see the world for what it is. You see these celebrities, you see the top minds in physics, you see all these people as people questioning things, learning things, and then deciphering that information to you. You need to get out of the paradigm of they. They don't know what is right for you. They don't know what is good for you. But they is a placeholder in the mind for when we don't know where the information came from because we didn't really question it. That's why fundamental number seven is question everything. And that is why I feel like it is one of the most important fundamentals to living a heightened life, a better life, utilizing these high leverage skills. Questioning everything can be one of the highest leverage skills that you ever ingrain into your mind. So that is the seven fundamentals of heightened living. And I really hope you enjoy this. If you could, please leave a review below and ask a question. I'd love to reach out personally and answer whatever it may be. But in this time, um, this, this whirlwind of our life, we have to realize that the better the skills we learn, the, higher, the more higher leverage they are, the more that we will be ready for all these crazy new futuristic things that are about to come about, like AI, VR, AR, um, automated computing systems, and so much more. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to the Heightened Living Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and just about anywhere else that the podcast plays. For those of you who are more visual learners, check out the YouTube channel and Instagram page. Otherwise, I'll see you on the website. And don't forget to question everything.